Welcome to Hear the Word. This is episode 54, and I'm Dr. Jerry Creed. I'm a licensed and marriage family therapist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I'm your host this, uh, this day. And on Hear the Word, we read the Sunday readings for you. And then we hope you come over to Be With the Word, which is our sister podcast, and listen to a discussion uh, from a psychological perspective. This topic for this week is learning to wait, the first step in overcoming addiction. And I will be hosting Be With the Word with that topic, joined by my friend Thomas Clements who is a um, founder of Zenith Ministries. And he will, and I will get into it and discuss a little bit the different ways that we can overcome addiction, whether it's something we're struggling with or perhaps someone we love. But today I'm going to be reading the Sunday readings to you. And in our new format, this is our second season, by the way, first Sunday of Advent. In our new format, I'm going to slow it down. I'm inviting you to hear the words from the Sunday readings, not just with your intellect, not just to analyze, but also to take it into your heart in a deeper way. And then after the Sunday readings, I hope you will stay with me on this show because I'm going to give you a few tips on how to meditate. And then I'm going to actually offer a short meditation that you can sit back and take in. And I hope you will enjoy and I hope it will enrich your prayer life and help you to grow closer to God in a deeper, more meaningful way. And as always, I will bring in um, some aspects of psychology um, that are effective and that are helpful to enrich the prayer experience and to draw closer to God. The first reading is from Isaiah chapter 63. You, Lord, are our Father, our Redeemer. You are named forever. Why do you let us wander, O Lord, from your ways and harden our hearts so that we fear you not? Return for the sake of your servants, the tribes of your heritage. Oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down with the mountains quaking before you. While you wrought awesome deeds, we could not hope for such as they had not heard of from of old. No ear has ever heard, no eye ever seen, any God but you, doing such deeds for those who wait for him. Would that you might meet us doing right, that we were mindful of you in our ways, Behold, you are angry and we are sinful. All of us have become like unclean people. 
All our good deeds are like polluted rags. We have all withered like leaves, and our guilt carries us away like the wind. There is none who calls upon your name, who rouses himself to cling to you. For you have hidden your face from us, and you have delivered us up to our guilt. Yet, O Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay and you the potter. We are all the work of your hands. The responsorial psalm is from Psalm 80. Lord, make us turn to you. Let us see your face and we shall be saved. O shepherd of Israel, hearken. From your throne upon the cherubim, shine forth. Rouse your power and come to save us. Lord, make us turn to you. Let us see your face and we shall be saved. Once again, O Lord of hosts, look down from heaven and see. Take care of this vine and protect what your right hand has planted, the Son of Man whom you yourself made strong. Lord, make us turn to you let us see your face, and we shall be saved. May your help be with the man of your right hand, with the Son of Man whom you yourself made strong. Then we will no more withdraw from you. Give us new life, and we will call upon your name. Lord, make us turn to you. Let us see your face, and we shall be saved. A reading from St. Paul's first letter to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I give thanks to my God always on your account for the grace of God bestowed on you in Christ Jesus, that in him you were enriched in every way with all discourse and all knowledge as the testimony to Christ was confirmed among you so that you are not lacking in any spiritual gift as you wait for the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ, he will keep you firm to the end, irreproachable on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful, and by him 
you are called to fellowship with his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. The Gospel from St. Mark, chapter 13. Jesus said to his disciples, Be watchful, be alert. You do not know when the time will come. It is like a man traveling abroad. He leaves home and places his servants in charge, each with his own work, and orders the gatekeeper to be on the watch. Watch, therefore. You do not know when the Lord of the house is coming, whether in the evening or at midnight, or at cockcrow, or in the morning. May he not come suddenly and find you sleeping. What I say to you, I say to all, watch. And so now I invite you, if you're not already in a quiet and comfortable place, I invite you to find one. I think it's good to start with that. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, you might see me and I'm sitting in my little prayer chapel room and uh, I like to have icons or visuals that help remind me to take me into um, a more uh, sacred space. Uh, in the Eastern tradition, icons are sometimes called a window into heaven. They're not realistic drawings. They're meant to evoke a deeper um, connection with God's transcendence. Um, so it takes us into um, uh, a different realm. I look at the mind and the, you know, our left brain, so to speak, is the logical linear side. And the right side is the one is the emotional center, but it's also that subconscious um, uh, mind. And, and so I feel that icons and, and many religious images take us to a deeper, uh, a deeper place of emotion, connection, um, access maybe even our deeper memories, um, and uh, allow us to bring God into those spaces. And the other little tip I will uh, add uh, also to the environment would be to have candles or incense or both. <laughs> uh, both kind of uh, uh, represent deeper things. The candle representing the light of Christ. So by lighting a candle, you're inviting Christ to, let, to, to shine in that space. And incense is a prayer to heaven. So not only are you activating all the senses, the sense of smell with the incense, you're also offering something uh, to heaven, so to speak. But then I'd like you to also think about your body itself. And that takes us to a very common practice in meditation is to breathe. And by breathing, I mean full diaphragmatic breathing. Start, fill up your whole chest cavity full of air. Notice your, even your back, your, um, your spine will, will stretch and your gut will, will kind of fill. And so your, 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 your whole body is almost reaching up again to heaven. And then slowly breathe out. So take in those deep diaphragmatic breaths and 
And also relax your muscles if you notice any tension. Like for me, it's often my shoulders. So I relax those muscles. So those are my little tips. I'm going to offer a few uh, every week. Um, and those are some basic ones. Your environment. Uh, and then breathing and muscle relaxation. And in the future, we'll get into how to do deeper muscle relaxation and maybe some deeper breathing exercises. But for the next couple of minutes, I would just like to do a little brief meditation uh, based on these readings and the topic of overcoming addictive or even just any problem behaviors, right? And how to bring them to God. So I'm going to invite you um, in your little space, whether it, you don't may not have a whole room, but you may have a little closet or a corner. And I invite you uh, in that little space, or maybe you don't, maybe it's just you're in your living room chair or in your bed, and that's all good. But wherever you are, to be mindful of the space you're in. Noticing your body in that space. Paying attention to your, your physical body. I know that sounds funny, we're entering a meditation as if that's a mind activity, but no, it's a mind, body, and with prayer, a spirit activity. So what an amazing thing to bring all those together. So just taking a moment to just notice what is not still, what is disturbed in our bodies. We may not be able to do anything about it. It might be a physical pain. It might be some stressor. But we're just going to notice it. Notice it with kindness. You know, we may invite stressors to relax and release if they can. Taking a deep breath in, I kind of then hold for just a second, thinking about all those stressors and all those disturbances, and then let them all out. Invite them all to be released. You may need to do that a few times. And then you may have your eyes open. It's really fine. And you may be looking at a sacred image icon. Or you may have your eyes closed. And that's all right as well. Many people find closing the eyes to be really helpful in a guided meditation. And so we begin our meditation, as always, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. We come before you, Lord, with gratitude. We thank you for bringing us to this moment. We thank you for this time as we take deep breath in and out, we thank you for our breath. We notice though, that like the reader, uh, the reading in Isaiah, we might sometimes feel lost. We may sometimes feel like our sins are overwhelming, that we are unclean, that we're polluted or withered. But then, Lord, 
we also know that you are our Father. And although sometimes you may seem far away, that we are the clay and you the potter and we are the work of your hands. And so we notice that there's a paradox here that sometimes we feel lost we feel bad, perhaps, about ourselves. We may feel shame. We may feel that God is far away. But on the other hand, we know that he is with us. We know that he loves us, that he takes care of us, that we are the work of his hands. So we ask you to help us to be mindful, as Isaiah says, that he would find us doing right and being mindful of your ways. So we reflect on your ways and the fact that you are faithful and that you work toward our, toward our salvation. Even when we um, are far away. So, Lord, it sort of takes us to Mark, God's call, Jesus' call to be watchful and to be alert. And so we choose in this moment, even though it may be difficult, we choose in this moment to wait, to open up a space in our busy lives, our busy world, all of our tasks, and we open up a little space to wait, a little space of openness for your work. And we know that in that waiting, in that stillness, in that watchfulness, that you will come, that you will come and give us the grace that we need. And as you tell us, as St. Paul tells us in the letter to the Corinthians, that you give us grace and peace as a gift, so it's not something we earn. And that grace enriches us, gives us knowledge and spiritual gifts. And as we allow that space to expand and to be filled, we know that as St. Paul says, he will keep us firm and irreproachable because you are faithful. And we know then 
that we will be called into a deeper fellowship with you. That the relationship with you will grow. And even if we make mistakes or commit sins or struggle, it's another opportunity to learn, grow, and turn to you because you are ever faithful. And so we ask you to help us do what is sometimes really difficult. We ask you to help us to surrender. In my life, I may have made many mistakes and done behaviors that I'm not proud of. But I take the position sometimes that if I work harder, I do more this time under my own strength, I will overcome it. But this time, this time, Lord, help me to give that up. To realize that my own strength is not going to overcome sin. My own strength is not going to overcome an addiction. I have to surrender to you first. And I have to open up a space within me to allow you to influence me, to guide me, protect me, give me knowledge, give me wisdom. I can't do it on my own. I invite you to bring that day of the Lord, that moment where God does come in and show up. I invite you to bring that day of the Lord into my very own heart. And as I know many addictions result in us falling asleep, so to speak, numbing out, checking out, escaping, not being present. We are called by Jesus to be watchful and not to be asleep when he comes. So Lord, help us to be watchful. Help us to be present. Help us to be open to your spirit. And so then again, let us close this meditation with the very words that we began from the readings. O Lord, you are our Father our Redeemer, you are named forever. So I invite you to take another deep breath. So if you've been following me, then I invite you to just come back into the present moment. Notice your body. See if maybe there's been a, any change since the beginning. Look around your environment and see if there's anything that you notice you didn't see before. 
And then look into your own heart and see if there's something new there that you didn't notice before. All right, well, I hope you have a blessed week. I hope you'll join me again next time. And I hope you'll join me over on at soulsandhearts.com. Uh, we have many blogs, podcasts, and communities and ways to get involved. And uh, till next time, be still, believe, be loved. Take good care.